This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, I didn't think you had it in you. I'm your huckleberry. This is Dirt and Sprague. Why, Johnny Ringo. Like somebody just walked over your grave. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brandon Sprague. But it's not with you, Holiday. I'll beg to differ, sir. We started a game we never got to finish. Play for blood, remember? Dirt and Sprague on 1080. I was just fooling about. I wasn't. The fan. Hey, let's do this. Final hour. Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. Thanks for being with us. On the best drinking day of the year, somebody asked, uh, what about Enter Sandman? Can we play that? Virginia Tech takes the field to that. You can't take it for Virginia Tech. No. Oh, that's pretty well no. known for Virginia Tech. And uh, the, the Nebraska song, thanks to the listener that uh, helped me out there, Let Me Clear My Throat is the Nebraska song. Great classic uh, rap song. Which you played, and I had remembered, like, So there you go. Somebody said, how about Loser by Charlie Puth? Wow. We'll see who's losing on Saturday, <laughs> a-hole. <laughs> uh, we got a lot to get to in the final hour. Status story coming up, and uh, that's at eight fifteen. And uh, we're gonna t- we, do. We want to take our shot right now, yeah, or do we want to talk about the Apple uh, Cup first? Top. Well, let's take a shot and then talk about the Apple Cup. It gets more interesting. Okay. Well, what do we uh, do? We want to shout out the brand, or what are we just drinking? Brand no, whiskey? we don't need to shout out. Okay. Shout out a bread. I specifically, I'll give you a backstory very quickly. I specifically asked my wife. She went to a liquor store run. Yes. And I said, could you please get some nice Japanese whiskey? It's the best whiskey. Dirt talks about all the time I've had. It's delicious. Slow sipper. And she came back with a whiskey I've never heard of. (laughs) And I said, hey, thanks. This looks great. And she goes, yeah, you... You said the bottles were like 90 to to $100, and I'm like, well, they're pretty expensive. How much did you spend? And she goes, it was on sale for 30 uh, Well, I don't think you found the, what we'll I was talking see. about. <laughs> there's, uh, some, there's some nice Japanese whiskeys in the uh, 40 to $50 I, I've range. had this. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah. it's, it's okay. It's not, I don't know what Dirt got at one time, but we had it. But that, that one was, was good. Yeah, that was really yeah. good. That one was really good. This mm. one's okay. Yeah, this is All one, right. if you put it with Coke, you're not mad. If you just take a shot, you're not upset. Okay. Mm. 
Well, it is the greatest drinking day of the calendar year. So let's start it. That is an irrefutable fact. The night before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is the best. So, uh, hey, cheers, boys. I'm uh, cheers. I'm thankful for you two guys. Except, yes, am I. Except when you're a clock Nazi and when you're a duck honk. Other than that, you guys are great. And this has been fun so far. So glad we're finally in the new studios. Oh, oh it's early. Oh, God. Ah. Not bad. Yeah. Got good flavor. Not bad. A little oaky. <laughs> hey, how about the apple cup, huh? Go, go, Cougs. Uh, my favorite thing about yesterday <laughs> was Dennis Dodd of CBS reporting that Kalen DeBoer was the prime candidate for Nebraska's next head coaching oh, job. Oh, God, stop. And then four hours later, he got a contract extension in Washington. <laughs> like, oh, okay, that didn't last long. Did you think that was a – so I've observed this in basketball. Oh, was that a plant from an agent? That's what I was going to ask. Is, do, you, do you think these are plants from agents now to Woj, to Dodd, to Dammel, to whoever – the, the head in the sport is, do you think it's more of an angle from the agent of trying to get this dude pay? What can I do? What can I do? Oh, hey, Kalen, Kalen's getting kind of, he's getting some interesting buzz from Nebraska, Dennis. Really? Absolutely. And then Jen Cohen season goes, oh, crap. Here you go. There's an extra million dollars a year on your contract. I think realistically they knew the extension was coming well before it was announced. That's how that works. But I, yeah, I saw that report, and I thought, no offense. Again, I don't mean offense to Nebraska here. Why would you leave Washington for Nebraska? It makes no when sense When you just had it, you're on the brink of a 10-win season. It may be going to the Rose Bowl, maybe going to the Pac-12 championship. Well, did you I, – I hate to give the guy so much love. Did you see his other thing? There's a, another thing, I think it was from Dodd, that I saw right after the show yesterday, that mm-hmm. if the Regents can somehow get UCLA to not oh, go yeah. – He said that they would go after Oregon and Washington. Yeah. And that, which I, I'm so done with that. Nobody knows, man. I'm not, I, I'm not buying it, but I thought that was a weird thing to put out. The chances there. of UCLA staying in the Pac-12 are slim to none. Yeah, they're the gone. power that the regions have has been way overblown. We just no, I think they're going to have to kick either Cal or into the UC system some extra dough. I think they're going to be on the hook financially. Yeah, maybe that happens. I still think they're going to make the gonna, move. No, they came out. Their president was at those hearings and was like, "We we're broke." Yeah. Like if we don't get more money, we're cutting sports. So what do you want from yeah. us here? Yeah, their regions found that if they didn't take the Big Ten deal, they were going to have to cut like seven sports. Yes, because they're bankrupt. So yeah, is no USC. Money. That's why they're going to the Big Ten. They needed the cash so, handout. Yeah. I'm it's gonna a payday loan for they're, them. They're going to have to do some sort of split or something with Cal for the first couple of years or something. And maybe that's the case. Yeah, they're they're not going to stay. Oh, yeah, I saw that from Dodd yesterday, too. And I like Dennis Dodd. He's a good college football writer. Yeah, I, just, yeah. I chuckled at that. Like, really? We're getting back into that now? Like, what, what are we? doing here uh, but yeah the the DeBoer stuff was funny because that was reported and Husky fan had a good chuckle of like wait what why why would you leave Washington for Nebraska a place that's down in the dumps that you're gonna have to rebuild after one season this makes no sense uh, but the 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 contract was extended and he got a one million dollar raise and this is always the interesting uh, part about coaches in year one although I don't think anybody disagrees with it like we all knew Kalen DeBoer was a good coach when he was hired uh, but you, this is the spot you're in now where you got to hand out extensions right away. This gets him up to $4.2 million, Kalen DeBoer, that is, per year, his new contract. The only coaches making more than him in the conference, uh, Justin Wilcox is at the same number now. Dan Lanning's at 4.7. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets an extension this offseason, too. Chip Kelly's at $5.6 million. He got an extension last year. Kyle Whittingham is at $6 million, and David Shaw is at uh, about $6.6 6 million. 
So he's just outside the top. Oh, that put him top five. Or number, you know, yeah, just outside the top five of coaches in the conference. What do you think about coaches getting extensions for one year? I don't work? like it, and I'm going to say the same thing about Lanning. I love Lanning. I think he's the right guy for the job. I do too. Uh, and unfortunately, programs are put between a rock and our place. Like you mentioned, they get word of is he going to Nebraska? Well, here's a million dollars. There you go. I think Kalen DeBoer is a good coach, but I, we've seen a lot of guys get extensions after one year and it not work out. Yeah, I'd rather say, hey, like. We just signed you last year. You've only been here for a year. But at least it's not a Mel Tucker situation where you're giving him a $100 million bag and you said, thanks for making us relevant for a season. And now are you going to go to a bowl game? Probably Yeah, we don't know if uh, Michigan State's going to go to a bowl game. I'm glad it's at least not that. I'm never mad at any coach or player getting the bag because I want the bag and I want everybody else to get the bag. I'm more just kind of curious from a – you signed a deal. What I'm I'm guessing here. What landing sign? A four year deal? I think it was a four year deal. Four or five year deal. I know it, it had a huge buyout early in the contract because Oregon was trying to protect from losing. Uh, sure, coach. and and you should because Oregon's gone through it a couple times. But um, I just kind of feel like I don't know. Four or five year deal. First year. I mean, we we could have a great year in the first year of our contract. We're we're not. Get, I mean, we're much different and not as <laughs> sure. important as Dan Lanning. But <laughs> sure. you catch my drift. As, as guys who have contracts and are in somewhat in the contract business, we don't go after one year and say, "Give me a new deal." Yeah, that does. That's not how that works. Now, Lanning's gonna get the money. DeBoer's gonna get the money. I'm more just curious, like what fans think of that, or if it doesn't even register for them at all. Yeah, I mean, DeBoer already got it. Lanning is definitely gonna get one this off season, and I, I think both fan bases feel good. I'm not questioning the the coaching hires or what those guys have done. I think they're both great coaches. Goal they're, they're, from Espana. Espana just scored a goal against Croatia, uh, and I think they're both the right guys for the job. It just I I always am fearful of the immediate reaction to one year and saying, "Here you go, here's your contract extension," because whether it's fair. Or not mostly they're winning with a lot of players that aren't theirs or transfer portals and you just don't know if it's guaranteed to be successful uh but they they felt like at the time was now Oregon's going to do the same damn thing this offseason Kalen DeBoer got an extension I am I am fired up for the Apple Cup on Saturday night we didn't get to it here we derailed it with coach contract talk let's get Statter's story and then I I I want to do a peekaboo we'll talk about this game Friday a little more but I do want to do a peekaboo because I'm I'm with you I know you and I both have a, uh, a a vested interest in the Civil War game, but I've always loved the Apple Cup, even as an Oregonian, because I think it's a great rivalry, yeah. and I think it's a lot of fun, and it's at the Palouse this year, and Washington State's played well last couple weeks. Washington State planted the flag last year. Yes, Husky they Stadium. did. Yes, they did. Is there snow in the forecast? No, just cold. And Washington is having a phenomenal year in year one for Kalen DeBoer. So it's also kind of an interesting matchup. It's styles make fights, and this is an interesting fight. So Washington State's got a good defense, man. Let's get to that at the bottom of the hour after Statter's story. All right, we also got a report out of the NFL. Uh, Zach Wilson has been officially benched. He's not going to play this weekend. They just had a team meeting, according to Adam Schefter, and minutes ago. Jets players were informed <laughs> that Zach Wilson is not starting against the Bears. Ironically, they're playing the Bears this weekend. Did you see what Justin Fields did after their game? Hurt his shoulder? And he went no, into he the, apologized to he the He apologized defense. to the entire team. Yep. And the defense stopped in mid-apology and was like, dude, that's not on you. You've I mean, been look, balling out. Uh, yeah. At the end of the day, I think it's more driven by play. I know the conversation and narrative nationally is going to be, was it from his post-game comment? You have to, no matter what, have accountability at that position, even when you know you're not deserving of it. You still have to take the the accountability of this is on me. It's the highest paid position in sports, uh, in pro football, and it's just the one that identifies with leadership. And if you show no leadership in that regard, 
Like Dan Lanning, I give credit. We're talking about coaches, right? Dan Lanning, to his credit, has taken all the onus when they've lost a game. Hey, we didn't have our guys ready. We didn't do a good enough job. We didn't have them prepared. I love that, and I like when a coach and I love when a quarterback do it. It's my backwards hat for the quarterback, Colin Coward, opinion. Mm -hmm. Your quarterback has to have accountability. And even if you need to step up in moments where you don't need to, I think it speaks volumes in your locker room. Rodgers gets away with it because he's got such skill. But I think you can identify great leaders in that sport, and that is definitely a red flag for me. And so why I think it's play-driven, I'm not stunned that the comment probably puts it over the top and he finds his ass on the bench. Maybe he'll learn from it now and he'll get better. Tua got benched. He did. And you know what? He waited it out. He bit his tongue. And he's had the hell of a year. I don't know if Zach Wilson's capable of being Tua, but maybe he learns from this and grows from it. He wasn't a captain at BYU, and he took no accountability after that disaster of a game against the Patriots. Learn something from this. I've not seen who they're starting in his stead. I know they got Flacco. I think, I think and White Mike is White. the back, backup, and okay. I think Flacco's their third string, technically. Okay. So Mike White, that, it but. seems like, will be the guy in line for the Jets. They play, hold on quickly, let me see who the hell do they play this. Oh, the Bears, I just said that. They play the Bears this weekend. So uh, there you go, some news out of the NFL. Zach Wilson has been benched by the Jets. The uh, team just informed the players. Let's get to your favorite segments. Favorite segment, Statter Story, next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Crunch the numbers. There's 6,127 students at Adams, 58% of which are girls. So, so that's 7,107.32 boobs. <laughs> Break the news. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Is it a stat or a story? Evidence based on olfactory prowess is inadmissible, in case you didn't know. This is Stat or Story, a monumental judgment call with dirt and spray on 1080. Come on, don't mess. The Fan. Right, we'll talk a little more Apple Cup coming up bottom of the hour and um, get you all set for Thanksgiving, the best drinking day of the year. But it is time for Stat or Story. What do we got today, Swag? Uh, obviously a Thanksgiving-themed uh, edition, so we'll focus on the, uh, the NFL games on Thanksgiving as well as uh, okay. other Thanksgiving traditions. Your first number is eight. Eight. Is it the number of touchdown passes Josh Allen has thrown in NFL games played on Thursday in his career? That is a random stat for you to find. Yeah, my friends at uh, ESPN Stats and Information always help out. They are in Detroit tomorrow. Yeah, they are. They are in Detroit. Or is it the average number of dinner guests per household for Thanksgiving feasts oh, in America? Man, I'm actually really interested to hear what if this is a stat or a story because I want to know what the average number is. I feel like he's played before on Thanksgiving. Stat. And I feel like like stat. just over the course of his career. Stop overthinking this. This is a sto- <laughs> this is a story. Stat story. Let the whiskey take over. It is a stat. Yeah! Damn it. Uh, they have played two Thanksgiving games as well as they played the uh, Thursday season opener this year. He's he, only thrown eight. Uh, those are has, only Thursday games of his career. Yeah, three, huh. three Thursday games, uh, eight touchdowns, four interceptions. Two nothing Espana. Two nothing Espana. Ole, 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 ole. No, uh, the average number of dinner guests per household for Thanksgiving in America in the most recent survey in 2020 is 11. Wow, that's the average? Yeah. That's a big ass Thanksgiving. You got to have a lot of numbers higher than 11 to order to make that the average, too. You imagine yeah. having like a 20 person Thanksgiving? Dear God. I was oh, my mom's those. had, yeah. I can't tell you how many. Like, if she's going to host, yeah. it, it extends family. Yeah. I mean, even if we just get now, like, my, you know, just my brother and I, I mean, there's four boys there, there's six of them. Uh, three of us, so that's 11. Already, if she yeah. just had sons and grandchildren and their families, that's 11. How many are at your shindig? The in-laws, they they come and go as the day goes. Like, they do kind of an all-day, like, four-hour open it's window. It's an open house. Like, yeah, stop by, stay for as long as you really? want kind of thing. Yeah, it's not like a full sit-down meal at, like, 5 o'clock at night. Oh. They usually eat earlier in the day because everybody's got other places that they got to go. And so that's the main one that we go to. And I you know, there's probably... I mean, I guess now that I think of it, yeah, probably 12 or 13. Do you go anywhere else? We go, And then we go to my folks for dessert afterwards. So we got I got a two-stop Thanksgiving tomorrow. In-laws in the morning for most of the day. That's where we'll get the main meals, and then I'll go to my side of the family, and we'll go get a, uh, eat some pies, even though I don't like pie. Can I share something really dumb that I've thought about recently? Okay. So my daughters are 10 and 6. They're going to be 11 and 7 next year. I know I'm getting way ahead of myself here, but if I'm fortunate enough to be alive when they're, like, functioning adults, hopefully, hopefully I didn't screw that How up. How old is a functioning adult? 28, 29, 30. Okay. Like, independent, their own life, careers, yeah, families, I, kind I of I kind thing. of feel like 30 is like, because I can tell you for me personally, I had a kid at 25. 
I shouldn't have had a kid at 25. <laughs> There's a lot of things that I've grown from that you learn from. And yeah. your 20s, you're just kind of stupid. Like, you're smarter, but you're dumb. Yeah. When we get to that point, I don't know how I'm going to feel as a dad. Like, what if my daughters both choose their husband's families? For it's not easy to do, yeah. You know, like, what if that's the tradition? Am I willing to be the dessert family? So I've done, so my family's never been a big Thanksgiving family. Like, we're just, that was, Thanksgiving was always kind of like, oh, where are we going this year? Like, we didn't have traditions, none of that stuff built in. Christmas is a bigger deal. Yeah. And we do a, I don't, because I don't want to drive to five different houses on Christmas. I refuse to do that. And so the wife and I said, well, we'll just trade off every other year. So one year on Christmas, we'll see one of the families on Christmas Eve and exchange gifts and do a thing on Christmas Eve. And then on Christmas Day, we'll do the other family. Ah. And then we flip-flop every other year. Okay. So this year, it's my family on Christmas Day, her family on Christmas Eve. Next year will be the opposite of that. Well, the other fear I have is my daughters don't live in the same state as me. That's, a, yeah, that's uh, tough. And then the in-laws don't live in my state. They live in, like, no, they live in Colorado. And at some point, it beca- it's like on you. You got to go to them. Which I'm, I will be willing to do. Yep. Like, those are my daughters. I will always be willing to do it. All right, your next number is 23. 23. 23. Is it the number of years since the last time the Giants faced the Cowboys on Thanksgiving? Okay. Or is it the percentage of Americans who pick pumpkin as their favorite pie on Thanksgiving, the most popular flavor in the United States? This is a story. Eli played Dallas on a Thanksgiving game. You seem really confident in that. I know, but now I'm like, if you look at me, I'm drifting off into the <laughs> abyss of like, maybe I'm not confident, but I'm saying I don't remember that. that at all. I feel like Eli played Dallas on Thanksgiving, and I'm probably wrong here, so pivot from me. I'm going to say story. Uh, story. It is a story. Last time the Cowboys and Giants met on Thanksgiving 30 years ago in 1992, a Cowboys 30-3 route of the G-Men. <laughs> So yes, uh, pumpkin, the most popular has to be pie flavor at twenty three percent. Pecan second at fourteen. Apple third at twelve percent. Can I say I love that the Lions get a Thanksgiving Day game? That's really cool. It's like all they have because they've been so bad for so long, and they have this. It's like hey, national TV first game of the Thanksgiving window. I love that for Detroit. Good for you. I also Even love though that your team sucks, underdog. they're under, well, They suck. I mean, they're terrible every year. Yeah, they lose every year. Uh, I hate that the Cowboys get a Thanksgiving Day game. I hate it. Really? I do. Why do you hate it? I just, the Lions are a cool, fun story. And then the Cowboys are like, ah, let's shove them down our throat. They're a cool, fun story because they're the bad team. It's just, this is their only, this is their highlight of the year. This is it. This is their Super Bowl. Thanksgiving football for the Lions. Cowboys stepped up in 1960 (laughs) or somewhere when they wanted to add a second game and nobody else wanted it. They stepped up and said, nobody else wanted the second game. Oops. Could you imagine the business opportunity there you missed out on? Yeah, it was back in the 60s and um, they they wanted a second game when they kind of two networks were in and that each network wanted to have a game and nobody else stepped up and so they haven't forgotten that can i ask you this are we doing a dog parlay tomorrow you're gd right we are because i like all the dogs the lions are getting nine and a half at home the giants make me nervous the giants are getting nine and a half they are on the road not it is the cowboys like i love the reactions that we have the cowboys blow a 14 point lead to the horrible packers and it's like the cowboys suck and then they blow out minnesota and it's like hey the cowboys i don't know man super bowl contenders no no no, no, no. (laughs) that's Jera and Jarrett, God, quit. And I like the Pats, honestly, getting points. So sick of Jarrett. I kind of like Kirkers in that spot. Are you sure? No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> but I'll probably go dogs. Can I throw something at you real quick on Jarrett? He had this dumb quote yesterday on ESPN that said, 
I I have to say, I do declare. I do declare. That's the most complete game I've maybe ever seen. Oh and I want to be like, Jarrett, you Dude. won a Super Bowl 55 to yeah, 20. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, up. the memory's going on the old man. So, uh, your final number, 28.96. 28.96. Is it okay. the average point scored? By the Minnesota Vikings in their eight previous Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day games. Okay, 28.6. Or is it the average cost in dollars for a 16-pound turkey in the United States this Thanksgiving season? The cost? Oh, God. Yeah. I know inflation's bad, but I haven't bought it. Have you bought a turkey? I, I haven't had to buy a turkey. I got my ribeyes. Um, I have no... I feel like turkey's a little pricier than that. I do, too. But have the Vikings averaged almost 30 points a game on Thanksgiving Day games? Well, I think if, I'm, if my memory serves correct, Swag would know this more than me. The Randy Moss... Three catches for like 200 yards and three tutties was, that a Thanksgiving was a Thanksgiving game. Day game. Yes, have they one had of, one. I feel like they had one a couple of years ago, but in that game specifically, they housed Dallas. They did. They I remember like that 40 to something. That graphic of him with three catches, 96 yards, and three touchdowns is an all timer sitting on the bench. That number doesn't sit right with me with Turkey. It I feel like it should be higher. Gobble gobble stat. Yeah, I'll go stat too. It is a story. Wow. Yeah, you know only male turkeys can gobble. Well, that's not what they say. <laughs> the average price of a U uh, in the United States of a 16-pound turkey, twenty-eight dollars and ninety-six cents. How do you know that? How do I know what? The male turkeys gobble. Yeah, why do you know that? That's a random fact. I like it. Women turkeys don't they gobble. Can't, they can't gobble. No, no, hens don't gobble. Only the toms do. <laughs> By gobbling, we mean just sounds, right? Yeah. That's not that bad for a turkey price, though. Yeah, it's like one sixty nine a pound. Okay, so that's the average nice. across. Nice. nice. Yeah. That's not bad. That's the the average across the entire United States. So. Speaking of gobbling, so, uh, who's gobbling right now? Oh, it's Banya faking an injury. Well, he said one sixty nine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked up at the TV. I uh, another shot of whiskey there, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> The, the flopping in soccer makes it so hard to watch. Can I, I just can we point this out? Yep. I know it's an obvious thing. I know soccer fan knows it. I watched it. I turned on the replay because there was nothing on last night. The Philly Brooklyn game was over. They were showing a replay of the Mexico Poland game, in which Poland missed a penalty kick. A hell of a stop by a Mexican hell of a goalkeeper. Stop. But there's I mean just so many Ochoa. guys falling to the ground yeah, for no reason. Well, I and like it's there's just, two change. Like if I could. <sighs> change things in soccer there are two things i would change one put a damn second official referee on the field it's the biggest damn field you got one little guy running around all over the place you yeah. can't see everything so put two on there one in front one behind the play and he can start handing out yellow cards for diving all over the place because it the, should be a yellow card the second is they need to have free substitutions like hockey yeah i hate this Stupid, you can only sub so many times and that's it. Give me line changes. Line changes would be exactly. amazing. There's a little hash mark zone on the sideline. Guys got to come off them. You can come on. and it, nothing is fine. It will. Uh, oh, we need Andres. Andres Cantor. I was actually going to see how long you could hold that. I could have gone longer. I think you could have. I, I figured it was annoying, but I could have gone longer. You know, 
I know guys like me and Dirt are the worst with this. Because that doesn't change. No. It doesn't change how the game is played. Fresh what, legs the entire game would be incredible. I would just like to see the pace keep up for 90 minutes, and it would be much more Can exciting. Can I add a penalty box to that, too? Okay, nope. yellow cards. Give me 10 minutes in the box. Nope. Nope. Uh, nope. So you didn't. You, you just ruined what I was getting to. You tweeted, and I completely agreed, and then I thought, neither one of us are a soccer guy. <laughs> The penalty box thing should be enforced. I think increased scoring would make soccer in the forefront of, you, of four major sports. I Give me a 10-minute really power play late in the game. It, you get a man advantage for 10 minutes. If you're getting five, four games swag, I really think scoring is... It brings people in, man. But the, it's not like hockey. The field is so big, you can just oh, drop guys. Yeah. It, I don't think that would increase scoring. Okay. Uh, because you also have the penalty. So if you commit a penalty inside the 18-yard box, you get, a penalty, kick, you get yeah. a penalty kick, and the conversion rate on penalty kicks is much higher in soccer than it is in, in yeah. hockey. Very true. So I think that suffices. If you get two yellows, you're still run. That's a red. You're out of there. you got to play a man down. Eventually, over time, you wear out, and and a team should be able to then take advantage. Anything you guys are looking forward to tomorrow? I don't know if we'll get to this in the final segment. I know we're going to talk Apple Cup, but like, is there anything you're looking forward to like, eating tomorrow? Like one thing? Or... Not really. I like all the food my in-laws make, to be honest no, with you. We, we, There's not one thing that stands well. out above the rest. Okay. Yeah. Somebody said they do a uh, their family Thanksgiving is forty to fifty people every year. Yeah, that's. I mean, how I, do you have room for all those people? See, for some families, especially families that are spread out all over the place, like for Christmas, especially if they have kids, they want to be at home. So yeah. Thanksgiving is the holiday that they will travel yeah, and all care. get together, as opposed to Christmas, where if you've got kids, you want to be in your house and. So if, you, if you're spread out all over the country, that'll be the traveling holiday where everybody will get together and you spend the whole weekend together. All right, well, I want to get to the Thanksgiving Day games here in a bit and uh, talk about the Apple Cup. We haven't talked about that other than Kalen DeBoer getting a contract extension. you got Espana up 3 nothing on Croatia right now on your World Cup Live update. Costa and, Rica. Oh, that's Costa Rica? CRC, yeah. really? Yeah. What's the Croatia? CRO. Oh. Would have been cooler if it was Croatia. <laughs> you call them Croatia like three times I in did. the segment. Nobody corrected me. I was just running with it. Doesn't the flag kind of look like it would be a Croatian flag? It's I'm not no, the Croatian flag has a crest on it. Uh, I, I mean, I guess I, I don't want to lie. I 100% thought it was also Croatia. <laughs> so I, I never corrected you. <laughs> I appreciate the honesty. Yeah, it does have a... It's red and blue. I got the color it, scheme the right. The colors are right, but there's a yeah, crest there on the crest. Croatian flag. Well, sorry, Costa Rica. You're getting your ass whooped by Espana right now. Uh, we'll get to the Apple Cup next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. 
and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, we'll get to the Thanksgiving uh, games in a second to close out the show. Washington, Washington State, Saturday night, 7.30. They get the Pac-12 after dark treatment. I know, I don't like that. Yeah, I wish it was earlier in the day, too. Who's well, uh, Do we know who's calling this game? Uh, let me look. Not Rod Gilmore? Because it's not Rod Gilmore, and he usually gets the 7.30 game, which I'm kind of surprised they didn't just send him to Pullman. I can't believe You know, it's one of our best takes is how awful he is as a I mean, broadcaster. It's terrible, man. And I had a, a Duck fan tweet me yesterday because I said I, I sent out a funny, like, Ducks and Beaver fans agreeing on one thing, and that is the hatred of Rod the Gilmore. The and Bloods yeah. holding up a flag together. And yeah. a Duck fan was like, well, has he even called a Beaver game this year? And I said, it doesn't matter. You don't need to have him call one of your games to hate him. We've all watched Pac-12 After Dark. I watched the Utah game. I hated it. Yes. I, and you didn't have a rooting interest in that game. I mean, maybe you're rooting against Oregon. I don't know, but... I, it doesn't take a genius or him bashing your team or pumping up your opponent. to he, He's bad at his he's job. He's just not good. He's just not good. He doesn't offer me much. So we got a 7.30 game Saturday night in Pullman. It's not supposed to snow, but it is supposed to be cold. I've, I've been tracking the weather. Because I do think with Washington and their offense, and this goes back to Oregon State and the game they played in Seattle, Like that was a, you got them in a tsunami or what do they call it, an atmospheric river that night. Like That helps. Washington throws the football a It lot. didn't rain that game, actually. It didn't rain quite as much. much, but there yeah. was a lot of wind throughout the first half, and then it slowed down as the second half went on. And as it did, Washington's offense uh, woke up. Football Power Index gives the Huskies a 52% chance to win. Yeah. The spread is inside a field goal. It's yeah. Huskies minus two. Mm-hmm. The over-under is 61, and I cannot wait for this because they're two very different teams, and it feels like they've changed roles from who they've been the last 10 years. Washington is now the offensive juggernaut. Washington State's now the better defensive team. Yeah, I, I, I think the spread is right. I think this is styles, two styles, and we see which style comes out on top here. I, I, the cold weather aspect of this, by the way, passing the football, that's, that's the area of concern. If you're a Husky fan, you're thinking, how cold is it truly going to get? Because weather models are not always going to be 100% accurate. Will Penix be bothered by cold weather? If he can throw the football, he's staying warm enough, his hands aren't numb, it, it could be a long day for Washington State. And I don't say that disrespectfully to the Cougs. The Cougs have just had a couple games that leave you scratching your head going, what happened? I mean, I'll take Oregon State. I I was scared of that game. I thought Washington yeah. State could outright win it. Oregon State dominated them. Mm-hmm. And now Washington State was able to move the ball. They just couldn't either pick up a first down when they needed to or they couldn't punch it in the end zone. And their quarterback is highly volatile in terms of what is the final outcome going to be on this drive. Is it an interception? Is it a score? I don't know where to go with it. Whereas Washington, to their credit, you lose to UCLA. Eh, I can forgive that. It's a Friday night game. You're at UCLA. You're going at your first road game. The Arizona State game leaves you scratching your head, I think, at this point. But largely, they've been consistent in who they are. And so I think the model is right in every way. I think the over-under number is perfect. I think the spread is perfect. It's just a matter of can Pennix stay numb-free? Because if he can, I kind of lean Washington in this one. Hmm. Uh, And also you got the revenge factor here because they won last year in Seattle. Your broadcasting crew, Clay Matvick, 
Rocky Boyman and Don Davenport on the sidelines. I don't, I don't mean to be disrespectful whatsoever. They could be a great broadcast. I've never heard yeah, those names in <laughs> my entire either. life. Are they new to the Pac-12? I, I, I have no idea. That's who ESPN's got listed. Now, the fun part is is the uh, first round of the FCS playoffs, they're going on ESPN2 at 7 o'clock, Montana, hosting Southeast Missouri. Uh, your play-by-play man, his name is Connor Onion. <laughs> oh, I've heard of this kid. That's pretty good. He's real. And he he's had to like say like uh, this isn't a joke. It's really yeah, my, my name. My Connor. name's really Onion. It's Connor Onion. It's Connor Onions. Onions. Calling card. It should be for yeah. a big play late. Onions. Well, you can't steal it. I yeah. mean, it's his name. I get I... Bill Raftery to do my. <laughs> but you can't steal voice. your voicemail. That's yeah. right. How this is Connor is that? Onions. Onions. Leave a voicemail. How unfortunate is that for Connor that Onions has already been used by Raftery for too long? You can't use yeah, it. That's too bad. Yeah, I, I think uh, a big one here for me in this game is what you pointed out, and that is the volatile offense of Washington State. Mm-hmm. What are you going to get from Cam Ward? Because they, they have gone through stretches this year where they were a good team at the start of the year, slumped in the middle of the year. You mentioned that loss to Oregon State. That was a surprise to me. I think we all took Washington State to cover the number in that game, and they just got dominated. And then they've now rattled off. Now, granted, it's not against the best competition, but they smoked Stanford 52-14. to They dominated ASU. They no-showed the second half. That was a 28 nothing game at the half against ASU. And then they beat Arizona handedly in what was supposed to be a personal game for Jaden Delora. Does good Cam Ward show up or does bad Cam Ward show up? Because Washington's defense, to me, is a big question mark still. They played really good against Oregon. I know the rush numbers don't break that out. But holding Oregon to 10 points at home in the first half was the reason they won that game. And so I, they showed me a lot in that ball game, coming up with a big fourth down stop late. I know the backup quarterback was in, but their defense had one of their better games of the year. Is that something Washington can go duplicate? Colorado's a no count season. That's a bye week. Can you go do it against Washington State and Cam Ward? I, I can't wait, man. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Cold, cold night game in Pullman. Place is going to be rocking. It's going to be fun. And there's a lot on the line, especially earlier in the day. If Oregon State beats Oregon, then all of a sudden this game looms really large for not only Husky fan, but for Duck fan as well. Well, doesn't the Washington aspect of getting into the Pac-12 title involves UCLA tomorrow, right? They also need UCLA and Utah to lose, I believe. Not Utah necessarily, because they don't have a head-to-head loss with Utah. Has to beat UCLA. They need UCLA out of the picture, and that's I just, yeah, no, no disrespect to Wilcox. I probably not very hard to believe UCLA is dropping that game to Cal. Washington State, just as a note, sixth in the conference in pass defense, and so if Penix is not feeling the cold weather effects. You worry like hell. I'll say this as a Beaver fan who just saw this a couple weeks ago. I kind of thought the advantage was for Oregon State. Now, they they ended up covering the number by the grace of God. In Seattle, yeah. In Seattle because they got a goal line stop and forced a field goal. But they lost that game because I thought Oregon State would win because the win would play a factor. It was windy there. And it didn't impact Penix at all. Well, he, I'll say this. The second half was a lot calmer than the first. They struggled sure. a lot in the first half. They couldn't move the ball at all. Sure, but Penix was still able to successfully move the ball. He had a full field-length drive to get that game-winning field goal, and he did it largely with his arm on third and longs. Yeah. And so, yes, the cold is going to play a factor. If it doesn't play enough of a factor, it's it could be a long day for Washington State. I think the Husky defense is okay. It's not really that good. It's not great. But as we saw with Oregon, you come up with a couple stops, you build some confidence. Cam Ward is volatile and question mark. 
If Penix can throw it, I, I think Washington State's in trouble. Listener points out Cam Ward has not thrown a pick in three straight games. Yeah. Ironically, they've won three straight games. He's got to continue that yeah. on Saturday. Can't wait for the Apple Cup. We'll have more on that on Friday. Uh, let's get to the Thanksgiving football games, man. I can't wait. Triple header tomorrow on the NFL. We'll dive into that. Close it up next on the phone. I'm about to lose well, one of the best parts about Thanksgiving is not only does it follow the greatest drinking day of the year, you get good food. At least hopefully you get good food. You got three NFL games, a triple header that starts at 9.30 in the morning, and you got college hoops all day. The PKI kicks off tomorrow. Yeah. Or tips off tomorrow. I was actually a little bummed, so we got a couple tickets that were loose around here, and uh, I looked because I wanted to see Oregon State Duke. Those are not easy tickets to get a hand on. I ended up not getting that game. I got the Friday game. <laughs> oh, you didn't get I thought I had Oregon State yeah. Duke tickets, and I looked oh. at the schedule, and I'm like, oh, what no. the hell? First up tomorrow, UNC Portland, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Motor I'll be, Center. Uh, I'll be over on 910 at 9.30, bright and early. Are they going to cover? What's the number? Swag I thinks, haven't. I haven't seen it yet. Swag okay. thinks they keep it below 15. You think it's below 15? Number one team in the country? That'd be a hell, of a, that'd be a hell of a win. Can't, can't, uh, can't duplicate the second half against Seattle U last week. That was a uh, bit of a different opponent. First half, first half was fine. Got to play with that energy, but okay. uh, second half uh, got away from them. Well, turn on ESPN at 10 a.m. when you're flipping around because you'll see Swag yeah. sitting down there. Uh, I'm assuming courtside. I don't the game. know. I'm headed over right after here to get my credentials okay. and figure out where I'm going to be. And uh, pilots have a shoot around here this morning, so uh, we'll get our bearings and uh, hopefully we're courtside. But I, I, I'm not. You never know. I don't yeah. have my fingers crossed. I might be up in the Travis Demers seats. You got Duke and Oregon State at 12 on ESPN. Are they going to cover the number? What's the number? I don't know. It's probably pretty big. I mean, they lost to Portland State at home. I, I don't they got three other wins, though. They had to come back against, like, Toledo or Tulsa or whoever the hell they Yeah, were. Tulsa, their opener, was a massive second-half they, rally. They were, they were down 20 in that game. Then but, they got Bushnell. And then they played a college. Bushnell, and then they played right. Florida A&M that the pilots <laughs> hammered by 40. Do, so. do you know, I want you to really ask your, or tell yourself, do you know how hard it is to find somebody like Mike Parker that has to scramble and work to find any information on how what a college program is. Yeah, that's who Oregon State beat Bushnell. Yeah, you got to do some deep dives there. Uh, Iowa State Villanova twelve thirty. That's the next Moda Center game. You got Florida Xavier. That one's on ESPN two. What else? UConn Oregon's at five. So that's your yep. little four thirty here on the fan tomorrow. Four thirty, and then your nightcap is what Purdue West Virginia. Am I missing any? Oh, Alabama Michigan Alabama, State. Alabama Michigan State and Portland State Gonzaga. Look at that. It goes all the way. To, the last game tips off at nine thirty tomorrow night. Yes, I sure as hell will not be awake watching that. And you got your NFL parlay. Are we barking? Uh, if we bark on the points. With all three teams? Sorry, I'm not barking on the Cowboys. The Giants stink, and if uh, Dallas can uh, corral Saquon early and build a lead and force them to throw. They are 1-0 against the Cowboys this year. So, yeah, so you got revenge factor. No. Well, I don't. I, I don't know that it's a you know a runaway, but I, it's it's a two touchdown victory. If, okay. if, if the rush defense from a week ago against Dalvin Cook in Minnesota, yeah, shows that up, shows up. Yeah, the Giants will be able to move the ball. And the, I'm kind of glad the models show that the Giants are a bottom tier team. They've just somehow won some of these games. Yeah, won a lot of close games. It's coming back to haunt them. If you take all the dogs with the points. It's plus 627 on there. There you go. There you go. You take them straight up, plus 4,000. Woo! Let's get frisky. Hey, have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy the best drinking night of the year tonight. If you missed any of the show, Jerry Allen, the voice of the Ducks, hopped on at 730. Go check that. 1080 The Fan. 
uh, at Tenny Fan and at Dirt Sprague on Twitter. We will talk to you Friday. Yes, we got a show on Friday. We'll be back at y'all set for Oregon, Oregon State, Washington, Washington State, recapping whatever the hell happens tomorrow. It's going to be fun. We'll talk to you Friday at 6 a.m. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We love you all. Colin is next. We're listening to Ted This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.